What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the DE Podcast. For those who are new here, the DE Podcast is obviously a podcast where me and my best friend, Akermish, talk about basketball or any, I guess, type of sports. We're like a sports and entertainment type of podcast. <clears throat> so today will be different because me and Akermish have actually never done this before. We're going to be bringing in special guests to the live. And today happens to be a day where we're bringing in a special guest. So, today's special guest will be Sathik, and he will be, I guess, we'll be talking about tennis, and for some reason he's having a problem getting in here, he's not completely an Instagram type of guy, so Agmars is actually here, but we're not talking today, but um, yeah, so I guess Sathik's gonna come, we're gonna be talking about tennis, um, because we played tennis together, um, and yeah, um, he's probably gonna come very shortly. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of him to come because I don't think he's a really good fan. Okay, he just joined, so Sothic's here. Um, so now he just request to join the live, or I'll try to go live with him. All right, cool. So I'm about to go live with Sothic. Be coming in. Waiting for him to come in. Hey, what's up? Hey, Sothic. Hey, sorry, it took, it took some. Oh, well, no worries, no worries. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. Yeah, you too. Yeah. How you doing? Good, good. What about you? I'm great. Yeah. How's tennis? Are you playing there with everybody? Yeah, yes. Playing, playing quite a bit. Oh, that's, that's good. That's yeah. good. I'm playing here in Charlotte too. It's not like cold or snowing or anything because it's in the south, so. We have like two feet of snow. Yeah, I heard from a lot of my friends in New Jersey that there's a lot of snow here. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, obviously, um, you pro- I, I mentioned you about the podcast probably a few weeks ago. Yes. And I told you that um, I asked you if you could be the special guest because honestly, there's been so many, so many things going on and I created this podcast just so you can get to know people and they yeah. can learn about each other. So that's actually really good about that. But today... Um, well, obviously right now in tennis, there's a lot going on with the tournaments, injuries, not really injuries, but tournaments and everything going on. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't, and there, the ATP cup is going on. I didn't realize that the finals today. So, um, yeah, the finals at six o'clock today. But, um, yeah, Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Are you, are you, yeah, go ahead. Are you, are you watching anything? Yeah, I'm going to watch it probably today. It's it's at 6 p.m. It's good because in Australia, it's like a 14-hour time difference, so they start mm-hmm. early. But then you can't yeah. watch it in the middle of the night, obviously. But, yeah. <laughs> like last year, I, I like watched it in the night, and then I woke up early just to watch it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, there are a few questions, I guess, that we I can answer and you can answer, too. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess, in your opinion, before the whole tournament started, probably a few weeks ago, I guess, which country do you think I'd have a, a good chance of winning? Like, I, I guess in terms of the players, their strategy and everything. Um, I I thought Serbia was going to win because they had, like, Djokovic. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think they had, they, they had like, Dusan Lajevic, who I I just remember him being consistent from last year and this year, so it's not like the team has changed too much. And they won last year, right? Yeah, Serbia won last year. I, I yeah. saw Dusan Lajevic last year. Yeah, he's he's really good. 
Yeah, guess, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they they actually didn't do bad because I, th- I think Djokovic did his... Yeah, Djokovic is really good in all of his matches. Like, yeah. they played against Germany and he won his match against Alexander Zverev, which is a humongous comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I feel like Djokovic just did his job, but then the others just weren't. But that's not a problem because... I guess there are some countries that have two guys who are really strong, and then there's yeah. some countries who only have one guy that's really strong. Uh, yeah, I thought Russia had a good, um, good shot. They had Rublev yeah, and Medvedev. Yeah, Russia's playing on the final today, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's so many teams. I guess Spain. I I didn't understand why Rafa didn't play. It's kind of weird. Um, I I think he uh, uh he has a back injury, right? He he might know. not even. He you know, you not know, even playing the Australian Open. Oh really? Well, I know yeah. Rogers. Rogers not playing. He's playing in Doha, but I did not know yeah. that actually. Uh, well, Rafa is contemplating it. He he might. Yeah. Depending on how, how things are. Yeah. Right now, I'm I'm just looking at the website. Yeah, it's saying Djokovic and Nadal are the top seeds in, at the Aussie Open. Yeah. But but then oh, he could have yeah he could have used it as like a strategy to not get injured while playing in the ATP Cup. Yeah. I'm I'm not completely sure if it gives you points or not. So yeah. I mean I I think had it been up to like if, if he I think he would have played if he if he like could have because like let's see like like yeah quarantine, like they have to like stay fourteen days in quarantine, right? Oh, like yeah. that's not that's not good for tennis. Yeah. Like, if you want to get into a tournament. Yeah, it's it's not good for any sport because you have to have yeah. muscle memorization and it's not good in tennis. But then yeah, I'm looking great. on like social media, like players i guess are improvising how to do it but still yeah i guess I it's more, like, yeah it's more like from like a fitness standpoint like, yeah, in, like during quarantine like for i guess you can say from my point of view there, there are no tennis courts open even the public ones so i had to work out and i didn't have yeah. when i first stepped out on the court like two months after i didn't feel anything but actually then, yeah just this week i like I, I was playing like recently i think i've been playing pretty well but like, and I've been on like a, on a roll, I guess. But like this last week, I put snow and like whatever. I just haven't played for like about a week, and yeah. I just I just played uh, Wednesday, yeah. and it it didn't look very good. <laughs> well, I guess well for me personally, when I'm watching like how the players are handling the pandemic and how they're preparing, how they're playing, like, it kind of inspires me because from. Yeah. from from the time that tennis came back and you were, you were on the play, I won the tournament already. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, thank you. It, it's I guess it's just inspiring because you have, I guess it's really easy in singles for you because, except for mental stuff, I guess, because you know you have to do, you have your goal, you have all your strategy, what your coaches yeah. have told you, and then you have your mental game. Like now, like since, um, well now since, for my personally, for my school, my school has been sh- this hours have been shortened. It's been like starting yeah, earlier, later, and earlier. So now I, I wake up at like six thirty ish, and I go work out downstairs, like inside, obviously. And mm-hmm. then I go to school, and then I go to tennis practice after school for two hours, and then I come back. Yeah, there's a lot more time after school for for sure. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to worry about like homework like you had to do last year for sure. I've been putting more time into conditioning this year too. I remember last year I. I hardly did any conditioning. This year, I'm actually like, yeah, well, people, like, yeah, at least half an hour an hour. Yeah, I know more people, and it doesn't even matter about if you do it for an hour or half an hour. I guess it depends on it. Like, I 
guess time doesn't matter. Quantity doesn't matter, but quality. Well, they both matter, but it's like more quality. Like if you do it for 15 minutes, like solid, intense, like stretch. Like I started stretching in the mornings now, and now all my mm -hmm. sore, sore muscles get relieved right away. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I guess another thing is, who do you think is going to win the final? It's Italy versus Russia. I I think I think Russia. Yeah, because. Yeah. The matchups. It says that it's Rublev versus Fognini, and I know Rublev's just gonna pound Fognini because Rublev's just been playing so well lately. Yeah. Fognini actually didn't do bad. Um, I don't remember who they played, but they played a, a pretty good country. They played Spain, yeah. And, yeah. And um, he got a really good win that made them go to the final. And then it's Berrettini versus Medvedev. That's kind of, I guess, controversial because. Both players are really good. Yeah, I, I think I think Medvedev is probably gonna win that though. Yeah, because they both are tall, big, like in terms of I guess, and and, and serve too. Yes. Um, I think Medvedev just has the edge because Medvedev moves pretty well. Like he beats players that he was never able to beat. Like you saw in the twenty nineteen U.S. Open, he couldn't beat Nadal. Like he was he was played really well, and then he beat Nadal in the um, immediate way to be finals this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think earlier in the year he struggled in 2020, mm -hmm. um, like the first few tournaments, and then he did really good at the end, winning Paris and then winning the Nido ITV finals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess last prediction, I guess, for the ATP Cup, um, Roger Federer, like, what do you think? What, how do you think he's going to play when he comes back? I guess. Um, I don't want to be pessimistic. And, and then again, he has proved everyone wrong in the past. Yeah. So um, I, I hope he does better, but like, I I would really say he's. I I think that's kind of it. Like I don't think he's gonna. I think he'll probably do like fairly well, get to semis and quarterfinals. But I I really I don't expect him to win another Grand Slam because let's just say even when, even when people thought he was like, not winning, right? He still got to semis and and finals. Like yeah, for sure. He he was still doing fairly well. He just couldn't get like, the championship wins. And then he won. So that, that's the resurgence. But I remember, like, last year, like, he would get to quarterfinals and struggle and sometimes lose there. Like, I think it. he'll try to hang around, probably play, like, not many matches, like, 30 matches a year maybe. Yeah. And the reason why he's still, in, like, the top five in the world. Like, I, that's still crazy, though. Yeah, it is crazy because, like, we're just saying, he has good results in tournaments. He gets points for that. Like, it's not like you get zero points for every round and then you get, like, 2,000 for the final. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll still get to, like, later rounds, and people will definitely come watch his better. But... Of course, yeah. Like, yeah. even if Andre Agassi was playing today, which was yeah. kind of, yeah, you'd still go because he's, like, one of the best of the best. Definitely. But, yeah, um, I guess one other thing, the Aussie Open... So I guess mm -hmm. you can kind of relate to the ATP Cup, except there's no countries. So like, I guess we already talked a little bit about like how the players are handling quarantine. Like, I see they're doing so many drills. Like they're actually doing really good because they're like moving their like bed mattresses and hitting the balls against. Yeah, them. I was. I watched yeah. this uh, video of I think Belinda Ben. Benchich. Yeah, yeah, she was like hitting a tennis ball on, on the glass window with like squares yeah yeah i saw that like well, how, well imagine like the glass window broken and it would be the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i i mean I, yeah it's, it's pretty creative honestly 
Yeah, like I feel like now that there's COVID and for the last year, people have been so innovative with the way that they handle things. Definitely. Like the players are working out and they're working on a very creative way. Like they're moving like their beds away. They're moving everything away so they have more space. Like they do like fitness, a few like shadow swings for tennis. It's like really cool. Yeah. It would be a pretty cool experience if you were in their shoes. It's pretty, they probably have a very cool experience doing that. Yeah, they only get like five hours outside the room a day and yeah that half of it's used for like eating and all that too right you have to get like food so yeah it's like um when everybody was having quarantine it's a great experience because you know probably after covid you're never going to experience it in your life ever again yeah like it's kind of cool yeah it's a unique experience because if you don't if you don't do anything about it and let yourself slip then you can like really mess up but yeah, like, like if you like make it a point to do something you can like really transform yourself yeah, like if you, um, if you, yeah, if you, if you're like, oh, if you're like during quarantine, you're like, yes, I don't have to do anything, and you just watch TV, like you're gonna be out of health, like fitness wise. Yeah. But then there's a COVID pandemic, so you have to be healthy in order to. But oh, that drop. But no, but COVID is like, I I feel like for us kid, like younger people, it's obviously it's not like as effective as it is to others. Yeah, but. Um, you still have to watch out, like social. Like I hate it. I absolutely hate it when I see yeah. people like t- like talk like 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 um at my sc- not at my school, but at a few places that I've seen, people are social distancing, but then they're like like putting their mask down to talk, and then they're putting them back up. That's that. That's not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah, and again, like, is, people, yeah. If, if we're young, like okay, let's just say we're not gonna be affected, most likely. But even if we don't, we still carry right, and we. We would hurt other like older people by carrying it and infecting them. Yeah, so we I have guess, to like do our part. And... Yeah, like no matter what, you have to watch out. And it's easy like wearing a mask, but obviously the first few days it's not easy. Like especially yeah. when like the first few days of school, it's really hard to wear a mask because like you have to keep it on. You can never take it off. Do you get used to it? I'm used to it now. Yeah, because we I went we go to school every other day. It's like a hybrid schedule, so it's like one day at school, one day at home, and then you keep mm-hmm. switching. Yeah, but, I've, yeah, I've just been virtual entirely, so I really don't. Oh, really? I really don't have to wear my mask often. It's just inconvenient when I do. Mm. Well, yeah, I guess if you were to ever do it, it maybe for the first like couple of days it would be a little bit harder, just because of the fact that you have to breathe. But then yeah. it's it's easier afterwards. Like, it's easy stuff. Like the funny thing, it's like it's like working out. Like you mm-hmm. know what you're doing. You don't have to think of something. You just do it. Yeah. Well, obviously it's hard because it's intense and everything, but. Yeah, like with COVID, wearing a mask, it's relatively easy once you get used to it. Social mm-hmm. distancing, social distancing is easy. You don't, you just, you just don't go close to your friends or family. <laughs> family you could if you quarantine. Yeah. But, and then like, um, what else? Like hand sanitizer, you just get a bottle of hand sanitizer, wash your hands every time you do something. That's, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, and then... In terms of Aussie Open, who do you think is going to win the Aussie Open? I guess for both men and women. Yeah, so, okay, so for men, I I think most likely Djokovic. Okay. I, I think I think most people agree with that, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Oh. He's been he's been doing well. There's no Federer. Uh, Nadal has a back injury. Nadal, yeah, Nadal, is, Nadal just keeps winning on clay. It doesn't yeah. matter in the situation of injuries or anything. He just keeps winning. On Clay is another story, Nadal. <laughs> but um, yeah, and Djokovic seems like he's he's playing just fine now. So yeah, he hasn't had to play his best tennis to win. Honestly, I think he'll 
even if he plays like like ninety percent of his game, he'll he'll be fine. Like yeah, um, for for men, yeah. for me, men, I guess. I'm, I'll be honest, I don't know, because I guess my favorite player is Federer. He's always been my favorite player. Mm-hmm. And then I've always liked Medvedev, so when Federer retires, Medvedev will be my favorite player. But um, it's, 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 you don't know, because like, now that you look, now that you think about it, there's so many guys that are like rising stars in tennis and they're doing, starting to do well, like Medvedev. Joe Kovic and Nadal are continuing to do really good. There's Medvedev. There's a team who won his first Grand Slam. There's Verif that's actually doing pretty well. There's, um, I don't know, there's, like, um, Sitsipas. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I, I won't rule them out. Like, I still put, like, Theo, oh, yeah. Medvedev yeah, mm-hmm. in there. Because, like, actually, like, Theo, recently has, he won the U.S. Open. He's he's learned to, like, transfer his clay court skills onto, like, other surfaces. Yeah. Um, if they If they play out of their mind, they can do it. But the thing is, they have to play out of their mind. Well, especially when you play Djokovic, because if you... Yeah. I don't remember exactly who's in what draw, they're two, and then you go to the final. But I don't know, because it depends on who's in your draw, right? So if it's like Djokovic and Dahl and Seaman one draw, it's like, oh, who's going to win? Because team does really good against Djokovic on hard court. He almost beat Djokovic in the Aussie Open last year in the final. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting because it might be obvious who's going to win, but it's, it's not obvious about what, what it's going to take to win. Like, it could be a five-set encounter with team for Djokovic to win. It could be with Nadal. Like, it's kind of exciting to see. And especially, when, like, in probably, like, the future years, if Djokovic and Nadal retire, there's still these rising stars that continue to rise, plus new youngsters who are coming in to extend to tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that's true. Yeah. And I guess, what's your prediction for women's tennis? Uh, for women, uh, Naomi Osaka... Um, I, I think Serena Williams, if she's playing, is she? I think she is. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think pregnancy won't, is like, she, she's already shown, like, coming back from pregnancy, she's gotten to a few finals. So, like, I think she, she's close enough. She could, she could definitely do it. Yeah, it says. Um, yeah. It says that she, she's playing Aussie Open, but she had a shoulder injury and she's trying to shrug it off. Yeah, um, I think it's possible for her to do it. I mean, because it's Serena Williams. She, she's she's done it many times. She's, she's she had experience. She definitely has a skill too. Um, I think Ash Barty and Simona Halep too. Yeah, like yeah. When I'm looking, like when you look at all the different players that are in the women's draw, it's like there's mm-hmm. Barty, there's Halep, there's Osaka, there's Sophia Kennan, there's Spitalina, there's um, yeah. Andrea I think for women's. For women, there's, there's, there's a lot more options for the, yeah. for women. I didn't realize that Andreescu was number eight in the world. She hasn't played in, like, years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's Serena, there's Benchich, there's Azarenka, who's starting to be pretty good again. Yeah. There's Kiki Burton's, Kvitova, Pushkova, like, Madison Keys, Igo Swiatek, who just won the French Open. I got so many. It's like men. Yeah. Like, I, I can't say. I, I mean, like, I think Naomi Osaka has the best chance, but I, I, if it was, like, her versus the rest of the draw, like, it's definitely, like, th- th- I think that there's a lot more options where, like, if it, in Djokovic's case, honestly, him versus the rest of the draw, I think he has, like, at least, like, like a 40% chance versus the draw. Yeah. Like, men, I think, the well, I think for me, my, for the men, the top three contenders 
our mm-hmm. Djokovic Medvedev team. And the only reason why I'm not including Nadal is because he has an injury. Yeah. For women, I, I definitely agree with Asaka. I think she's going to go far. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think... I'm, I'm going to say Andreescu because the funny thing is Andreescu, um, she... She... Um, like, leading up to the U.S. Open, she played really well. Like, she came out of nowhere, and she won Indian Wells. And then she yeah. won Rogers Cup, I think. And then she won U.S. Open. Like, it's kind of cool. Like, I feel she's just going to, like, get her mentality back together, and she's going to come back and, and do... Like, I think she's going to be like a semifinalist or quarterfinalist. Yeah. And then, I guess, Sophia Cannon, like, I've been watching her at the last few tournaments... She's been playing very well, but her mental, I guess her frustration isn't doing that good. Like, uh, I watched her in, I think, US Open, yeah, US Open. And she she was playing really well, and then she was, she was making a few mistakes that she didn't have to make. Mm-hmm. And then she was getting frustrated because of that. Yeah. Oh, wait, um, did you hear about, like, uh, Kyrgios got kicked out of a, a tournament just, just recently? Oh, really? Yeah, some, like, uh, some warm-up Australian Thanks. Open. I forget what the exact tournament was hmm. it's saying he smashed his racket during um the murray river open and he lost the match it didn't say anything about that oh um hmm. that is weird hmm. i don't think he was kicked out listen if i wouldn't be surprised if he was but <laughs> no, but it doesn't say anything. It just says ATP. She got she got the Italian Open in twenty nineteen. Oh well, I see something. Australian Open. Yeah, Australian Open warm up. Um, so he got called for a time violation, and he refused to continue to play. And then oh, he called okay. the umpire. He called the umpire a smart, like, a SS, <laughs> saying that he, yeah, he was, he demanded to speak to the match supervisor who said he wouldn't be fined. Yeah, I mean. And the umpire, on purpose, he, like, hurried him whenever he walked to get a grab his towel. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't say this now, but a few years ago, had he maintain his mental stability i think he would have been up the top yeah because i'm like he's a good tennis player just for him like people were saying like i just learned this because i i had i had a meeting with the coach like mm-hmm. he his forehand like when he had like a humongous swing but again that brings so much power to his game mm-hmm. like i guess the, and it's not the bigger the back swing the better power you have that is that's not true at all but I guess the way he handles it makes it more power. I feel like, yeah, and his serve is really good. Like, I um, saw him in Miami. Wait, were you saying something? Yeah, uh, I mean, I you were saying, like, backswing. I, I I do think that, like, it's not necessarily just, like, ex- like an exact correlation, but generally, like, if you take it farther back, you, you I think you have more space and time to accelerate to a bigger speed. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, and like I said, he's handling very well. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. But, yeah, and I saw him in Miami Open 2019. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's serving very well. He's, like, his serves are quick. Like, he's, yeah, beating he's, really, he's beating really good players. 
And he's 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 always been really good at this too. Yeah, like he's he's playing very well, and yeah, I guess. And the funny thing is, when he's frustrated, it doesn't look like he's frustrated. Like on the outside, it looks like he's just he's cool, he's chill. Really? On the inside, he he's probably very frustrated with it. It's like me, I guess. Like if I get angry about something, I mean mm-hmm. it's on the inside where I'm frustrated, not on the outside. I'm not show it. I know, I know you don't show your anger, but um, I've never <laughs> seen you, I've never seen you lose it. But um, I, I I'm not sure. Is it like curious? I I feel like he shows it, right? A little bit, yeah. Like I'm looking right now at a few photos that about the um, tournament. Like for like Federer, for example, I think is really good at just kind of like Federer just keep yeah yeah. Yeah, like I've never seen anything about him cracking a racket, being mad, going, yeah, like when. But then Djokovic, Djokovic has cracked his racket a few times, and Nadal, I haven't seen Nadal really. I don't think Nadal's ever broken his racket. He's like made it a point never to break a racket or something. Yeah, like Nadal and, like I guess and Zverev, like, um, like there's Zverev's racket breaking compilations, but I guess he's not really doing it. I mean, I think thing is the difference between Federer and Nadal is I, I still sometimes see like Nadal like like sort of have like a like a sort of thing, but sometimes I mean I'm oh, not gonna fall. I do that so many times like like yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I I do think the body language really makes a difference. So not for yourself, but like for your opponent almost. I mean for yourself too, but like your your opponent sees how you're feeling, and and if he's like you know you're doing all this, but he just looks at you and you look composed. Not only does it make you feel more composed yourself and therefore not breaking down under what he is giving yeah. to you, your opponent's like, he's, he doesn't seem upset. What do I have to do to make this guy upset, right? Like, Yeah, like I think I played my last tournament last weekend and in um, in foreign South Carolina. I played, <laughs> I played a guy that was high ranked. He was number one in North Carolina. And wow. How'd you do against him? I lost 6-2, 6-2. You got four games left in there. Yeah, but I I could have done closer. But the so, in the first set, it was like probably three one him, and he cheated on a few balls, and I was really mad because I don't like I hate it when people would do that. So I like started like doing throwing. I didn't throw a temper at all. I I just like I, I just started reacting like come on like and he and he didn't say the score out loud at all, like I, so. Yeah, and then like his dad, his, his dad was also like not happy, so I was just trying. His to behavior. His no, his behavior was okay, but then like people, my my parent, my dad was like telling me, like, "Come on, guys, like get back together, play," and yeah. I just couldn't. I just got out of energy because I was so mad about this. I just lost energy, and he yeah. saw it, so he just cruised past me at the end. And then the funny thing is that at the end of the match, he said, oh, I'm sorry for cheating. I was mad about my game. So I had to make a few calls there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> no, but honestly, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter if I lose or win a tournament. I guess ranking wise, it's important, especially for like high school and college. Yes. So people know how good you are, but I guess it depends on like how good you're playing. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I guess you, you just. Okay. Don't matter to me, but as like, don't take it personally. I guess. Yeah, like sometimes people take it. Per- I took it personally in my last tournament, but yeah, I guess the most important lesson in mental tennis is do not show your anger, because then it could result in something that that you don't want to do. 
And yeah. yeah. So like if like if you're if someone cheats, and so you you do two things. One, you let it slide, and you keep it inside. Or two, after two or three balls, you just go sorry. I have to go call the referee to watch the match. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's yeah, and I started doing that. Like this, yeah. Like don't don't let the other person take advantage of. Yeah. That thing you have to do something about it. But I'm like, actually, I read this thing. It was like about like mental tennis. Mm-hmm. There's one specific like blurb about like showing anger on the court. Think if you really think about it, right? When you show anger, you kind of just want to show that you're you want to visibly show that you're not having a good day. Right? So you want to let everyone around you, like your opponent, whoever, right? You want to let them know, like, this is not how I normally play. I can play better than this. Yeah. That's kind of why we show anger. But yeah. nobody actually, like, thinks that. Like, don't, nobody thinks, oh, uh, maybe they're probably playing better. So it actually, there's no point to showing anger. Yeah, for and, sure. Like, it's like, you it's like to, yeah, it's like when it's, you're... It's more like, because you're trying to deliver a message. So if, as if you like tell yourself you don't need to deliver that message. Yeah, it's like in school cheating on a test. Like the your goal in school is for education. It's not just going to school. You have to solve problems and stuff like that. It's to make you be a better person in life. And when you cheat on a test, there's no point of doing that because that means you don't learn and that means you don't succeed in life. Yeah. So I've never cheated on the test. I've never done that because, yeah, I guess you just yeah. It's just not, it's not the best thing. You mess up, you have a second chance later on. Yeah, like you're ruining your your own potential. And then you have other people, like if you're younger, you have other people that might interfere in it, that might, that may be frustrated at you, like your teacher, your parents or anybody. And that makes it just much worse. But if you study for a test and you get a bad grade, okay, then you can, then you don't have to be frustrated because you're like, I studied, I know what I have to do better. It's like tennis. Like, I didn't practice. I lost. It's not good. I practiced hard. I lost. Like, I practiced really hard the week before my tournament. Yeah. I lost in the second round. It's all right. Just move on to the next tournament. Play well. Keep trying. Yeah. Keep trying, then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, all, all you can do is put in the work, right? Results. Yeah. You got to hope they come. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, if you... if And pro tennis players... I've never actually met. I've never met anybody. I've a few people I've seen, I've seen it in my social my tennis like stuff, but um, um, yeah. Um, oh my god, I forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah, I guess putting the work in is the most important thing, mm-hmm. and it feels so good afterwards because it's like when I won my tournament, right? I was playing every day. I worked out in the morning for an hour, and then I played tennis for like two, two and a half, even sometimes three hours during that whole week, um, day, excuse me. And then I came to the tournament, I cruised past everybody, and I felt so good at the end because I'm like, oh, wow, all my hard work actually paid off. Right, feeling. Yeah, it could be struggle at the beginning, but then at the end, it's like, oh, my God, I actually did something that could help me. Yeah. Like, I, I know, like, myself, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this, but, like, for the last two two three years i haven't really like gotten better like i've been putting in the work but like i haven't gotten better and it's 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 not a great feeling at all but like what like what can i do right it's got to keep in the work because if i don't put in the work then i'm definitely not better yeah because if you if you put the work in 
you struggle and then you stop working, it's much worse. Yeah. But at least you're like, okay, I put the work in. And, I, and one thing I don't, you, I don't, I don't think you do this, and I don't. I, I was doing this, but now I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't do the same thing every time. Uh, if you don't, so if you're working out right and you're mm-hmm. doing all right, so we're gonna do running, shuffling, and lunges, and then just keep doing that for years and years. It's oh, not gonna help. You have to, you have to do something different. Like for example. All right, so today we're going to be doing leg work. We're going to be doing some running, some squats, and some sprints. Tomorrow, we're going to do some abs work. Ab work. We're going to do push-ups, we're going to do plank, and we're going to do something else. I guess you have to change your routine. And no matter if it's tennis, working out, or any other sport, like tennis. Today, we're going to be working on forehands, and we might just hit some backhands just so I can get my muscle memorization right. Tomorrow, we'll be hitting some overheads and focusing on volleys and how to hit forward. Yeah, um... I think in the sense in, in tennis and in other stuff, it's more for just keeping things interesting. And also, especially, I think if, like, back to what before, like, when things aren't working, like, if, if something's not working, you could definitely change it up. For sure. Yeah. But I think in the sense of working out, that's, it, uh, that's definitely there. It, I definitely agree. You can't, you can't keep the same thing, but that's more, it's like, like a, for, you can't do the same workout two days in a row. If you, if you train arms two days in a row, it's just not good. You're going to have pain the next day when you're going into the workout anyway, right? Yeah, one, you're going to have pain in your arms, and two, your legs won't do anything good for you. Yeah, and, like, that, like even if you're doing arms, like, if, let's say you do arms every other day, which is not a bad idea. But, like, if you do the same thing again and again, first of all, you have to, like, add more to it as you get better. And second, your body gets used to exercises, so you have to change, like, what you're doing up to for sure yeah and it's and also in tennis if you have a coach i've never encountered this before but probably somebody has if you mm-hmm. encounter a coach who does the same drills every day then you, you just have to tell them like if you if somebody it's like controlling your life if somebody controls your life and controls your practice <laughs> like like what i did is now i've started managing my own practice and workouts like my dad said all right Oh, nice. If you if you want to go work out today, you do it. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it at at six fifty in the morning. If you're not down there, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. Like you have to, um, you cannot switch up your time. If you, like um, we I, we have a calendar, and mm-hmm. I started making a schedule on it every week. I, okay, so six thirty to seven, blah blah blah. Seven to two, school. Two to blah blah. blah. Like, you, yeah. Like every day you have to manage it, and then you look at your schedule. And I'm still getting used to it. I, I sometimes I forget to do things that are on my schedule. So, yeah, you have to. Ju- I guess it, you just have like now people have to start managing their own thing because especially when you get older and you're going to college, it's not like your parents are going to be there to manage you. Like you're going to be like yeah. not okay. I don't. It, it sounds like you're alone, but that's that's not that's not it. But you're like when you, when you go on when you're an adult and when you start going on your own, you have to make your own schedules. You have to manage your own time. Especially when you get a job and everything, like meetings, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. My parents always, like, emphasize, you know, taking, taking your own life into your own hands and making your own listening schedules and doing that, especially as you get older, right? Especially, yeah. Like, when yeah. you get when, when, when you get to, like, when you're almost done with high school, like, sophomore, junior, that's when you have to start put, taking matters into your own hands. Because you don't want, like, I, I don't, like, you don't want it to be all dumb. Like all that independence, all of a sudden when you get to college, you kind of want to get used to it. So like, best to start early, right? Of course, yeah. 
yeah so definitely like take charge of your own stuff for sure yeah yeah all right um and also i forgot one thing about the aussie open yeah so i want to talk about the draws so there are for a lot of really good first first round matchups in this tournament so yeah the draw is out and i'm looking at it because i just found it this morning but because i thought we were going to do it but then yeah so they're well so yeah like um in my opinion like all the like high seats they have like an easy um an easy first round and there's there's one matchups that i found is grigor dimitrov versus marin shilich Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's always a weird feeling when like so like Chilich like hasn't been doing like the greatest like the way he has like maybe I think a few years ago like he came to like several finals won a few I think maybe yeah I think he won a few Grand Slams too right? Who? Chilich. Chilich won the US Open twenty fourteen. Yeah, so like yeah he 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 did really well even like like Dimitrov was like he he does pretty well sometimes and then like you see like. But then, like, they're only sinks at the bottom, and now they're playing first round match against each other. It's just like, how's that gonna go? Yeah, like Serena and Sharapova played in the US Open 2019. Yeah, yeah. Like 2004, you're playing in the Wimbledon final. Maria is like 17. Marina, um, Serena is in her prime. Yeah. It's like, and they play so many finals against them, and then they're playing the first round of the US Open. Like, it's kind of weird. It's a weird. Feeling. And then, like, as a rank of Serena in the semis, like. It's so much has changed since they played in the U.S. Open final in two thousand. Like I don't know. I think it was two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. But then, like everyone's like Serena's gonna win because Serena's playing so well. Azarenka comes out and beats Serena. Like that's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah, it's weird how how much it changes. Especially I, I think it's definitely there in, in women's tennis. Like there hasn't been like a single like reigning champion. So yeah, there's a lot of switching around and like a lot of really good players. For sure. Yeah. And then, yeah, Kyrgios is playing in the Aussie Open against the qualifiers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and there's Kane Nishikori versus Pablo Carreño Busta. Oh, yeah, that's also... Because Kane Nishikori is actually, he's, he's not as good as he was, like, four years ago. So then that brings in um, Carreño Busta, who, he, he's the 15th seed, which is pretty high. So, yeah, yeah uh, that'll be interesting. I think Karina Boost is gonna win in four sets probably. I, I think I think Is Kenny of course coming off of injuries. So I yeah. feel that Karina Boost has more experience in that like zone. And also like, you know, like Australian Open, you have to like it's it gets like really hot and like the conditions are like, you know, like one of the oh, yeah. uh, there's always like a, a few articles every year about the heat and the conditions. Oh yeah. And like Karina Boost is a fit guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Busta <laughs> is really tough. Yeah, mentally tough, like uh, physically fit, all that. Yeah. You know who I like? I think you know uh, Tiafo. Oh yeah, of course, friend is Tiafo. Yeah. Yeah, I I want him to make like a major breakthrough. Yeah, he's pretty. He's young. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, yeah. I know he worked hard. No, he has not the yeah. same level of breakthrough as like like Medvedev or or Zverev. Yeah, that'll be pretty. Well, he's well, he's still young. He's twenty three years old, um, and I think it was twenty eighteen year U.S. Open. He almost beat Federer in five sets. I watched the match. 
It started yep. at seven. The match started at seven and ended like midnight. And I was like, oh man, like better. <laughs> like, like I was like praying. I was like, come on, he cannot lose to this guy. And here comes a young twenty-year-old who's who could beat Roger Federer. And yeah, it's really exciting. And like we were saying earlier in the podcast, like all the youngsters that are coming in, like Yannick Sinner. Speaking of Yannick Sinner, he's playing Denis Shapovalov in the first round, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like Shabavalov is the 11th seed and Yannick Sinner is not seeded right now. But I think Yannick's going to win, honestly. Uh, you know the Canadian player, like, Felix? Felix OJ Aliasim. Yeah, yeah. He's playing, I think that's like a wild card. What I don't know what LO stands for in, in like, the raw. Uh, oh, loser. Loser? Oh, okay, so I think I don't know. Oh, exactly. lucky loser! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highest ranked player to lose in the final round of qualifying for a tournament, but still ends up qualifying because of a sudden withdrawal while the player is already in the main draw. Oh, okay, that's actually pretty cool. And then the greatest player of all time, Bernard Bernard Tomic, is playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, he's actually a qualifier. He's playing against some Japanese. Sigita, yeah, I don't really know this guy. Um, actually, I think some French Open last year or the year before, yeah, something like that. Um, well, the tell at least the year before, the year before that. But um, yeah. there's this lucky loser. I think Marco Chechenado. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and he actually he did pretty good. Yeah, he he was a lucky loser, but you know he got to like the quarters or semis or something like that, and like. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a surprise. Yeah, everyone's and yeah, like especially this year and like in the future years, like mm-hmm. now everyone's gonna be. Like, you don't know who's gonna win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I'm looking. It looks like everyone's having a really. Yeah, Rubok is the seventh seed. That's actually really good. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Board, Borna Chor just playing Pega, who's an Argentinian, but I don't really know him too well. I'll be honest with you. I haven't really followed much tennis since quarantine started. I used to follow it, like, a lot. I used to, like, print oh, out yeah, draws same, and all. Yeah. same with me. I've been more busy. Well, actually, I feel like it makes you more busy now because, like, now you're thinking of doing, like, fitness, tennis, so all, all sports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also, there's Medvedev versus Vashik Pospisil. That's going to be a really good matchup. Yeah. Yeah, Vashik made like the quarters of the Aussie Open, uh, so US Open. Yeah, I remember him playing as Nadal or something. He he lost to Alex yeah. Diminar. Yeah. Um, Alex Diminar is also. Yeah, he's really good. Really, I think he's really good. He's 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 also like I think he's he's got his like fitness definitely yeah, do yeah. well in the Australian Open. Yeah, I like I like his technique. Honestly, like his strokes are really beautiful, yeah. and his volleys. His crazy fast. Yeah, there's this documentary on the next-gen ADB finals. It, it was of 2019, and mm-hmm. it just showed how the players trained, and it was really, really cool. Like, it showed, like, Alex yeah. in our training. He, he was a finalist. He lost to Yannick, and his, his volleys are just so clean. Like, it's like, bam, bam, and you just keep yeah. going. Yeah. I've, I've ever seen a DM train. It's it's crazy. Oh, wait, actually, I think uh, that, that, no, that Yeah, that's crazy. Like, sometimes, like, you watch, like, some players train just, like, like watching Federer warm up, you think it's it's so easy to be like the world the, the world's best tennis player, right? Yeah. And then like you see stuff like this, and you're like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I'm just so sad because I saw Federer one time, and not not in the match, but um. So we were at the U.S. Open. It was a few days before the tournament officially begun, and players were practicing, right? So Federer was practicing in Ash, right? So nobody was allowed to go in the stadium because it was Federer. So Federer was in there for like two hour, extra hours after the practice, getting massages, probably interviews and stuff like that. And me, I brought like a lot of my friends with me. And we were just like standing up like, at like the autograph zone, and he walks, like right next to us. He waves like, and then he walks away. And I'm like, oh come on! Like we we were screaming like fangirls of Justin Bieber, like get us an autograph. And he just walks. <laughs> he just walked away. Yeah, Federer is like that. He 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 doesn't give him any autographs. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like I, I saw, like, um, I don't have Federer's autograph. I have Rafa Djokovic. Djokovic is is so good with autographs. I remember once we were, we were just like you know, um, what tournament? You know, like, yeah, what tournament? Uh, U.S. Open. That's the only one I visit, right? <laughs> um, mm. like during qualifiers when it's free. Uh, you know, like the under eighteen autograph plays. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so we're all saying that, and like he wasn't even in the practice court. Oh so yeah, Ryan sent me photos of that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got like, so many guys watching. Yeah. I was, just, that was that was where we saw Federer. He was walking out of the city. Yeah, he was just walking by, and like, like that, that's the thing. Like, like most players who walk by generally don't sign. So I don't like. I, I've seen Federer walk by and just not sign. He'll just he'll just completely like he'll just say hi and, and leave, right? Like Djokovic, he he like he'll like come and like sign like like three four rows of people. Yeah, but again, yeah, um, I was at Miami Open. And it was crazy because it was the it was like the, it was like the semis. Like remember, he lost to Roberto Bautista Gut in like the quarters. Oh uh, yeah. It was like I think it was twenty nineteen. I'm not completely sure though, but I was there, right? So it was in a football stadium, which was really weird because the stadium was humongous, and there was only like one quarter of the seats were for tennis. So we went. There was like a tunnel there with the the where the players come out, and then you like people were there. We went there. Djokovic was there. There was oh, like I, I. There's literally 500 people there, and I was in the back, yeah. right? So I'm like, "There's no way I'm getting this autograph." So my dad just goes, picks me up, carries me to like a giant to the front of the line, and then Djokovic comes at the right time, and then I get the autograph. That's, that's like, kind of that's so I cool. Because I was a big Djokovic fan. It was actually yeah, and then in the Aussie Open, there's Kevin Anderson versus Berrettini. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Lots of yeah. Games. See, I uh, remember Justin, right? Yeah, of course, Justin. He's yeah. Um, he, yeah. Yeah. He was. He, he told me how like I play like Berrettini. I've, I've never actually watched him play. Who, oh, Justin? Yeah. Yeah. Like Justin told me I play like Berrettini. Like, Ber- well, yeah. So I wanna. I've never actually seen Berrettini play, but like, I, I definitely. I never saw him play in person on TV. I've obviously watched him, but not personally. Yeah, I want to watch him on, at least not on TV. I've never watched him in person either. I, I guess the greatest guys that I've watched play in person, I saw Joe Switch mm-hmm. in Miami Open and US Open. And yeah. I saw, um, I saw Sharapova versus Wozniacki in like 2014. A huge storm broke out in the middle of the match. It was unfortunate, but... I saw Djokovic, I saw, I think I saw Nadal practice, yeah, I saw Nadal practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've, seen, I've seen Nadal's practice is, is pretty intense. 
Are you gonna tell him working? He walked right so I so you like you know in the US Open like there's the grandstand and then there's like oh like a huge like walk with like many tables like right next to it and like where you can like eat and stuff like that. Oh wait, uh Well there, there are like tables around the grandstand where and you can just eat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was there and he was, he walked there with like two guards around him and I was a centimeter away from him and I, and I got my pen out and I was like, Nadal, please. And then the guard just pushed me away and I'm like, Oh man. I touched Nadal's back. It felt pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Nadal has not signed my anything that I've, it's it's so weird because like let's say like me, Ryan, and Neil would go to US Open, and I know both of them are not are are not Rafa fans the way I am. And, we're, yeah, and we're, yeah. all three of us be staying there, and, and he signs both of them and not me. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. <laughs> he didn't sign. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, uh, next time I plan, like, I have his book, actually. I'm probably going to bring that because, like, it stands out versus all the balls. Mm, I'm thinking if when when it comes back. Well, I live in Charlotte now, so there's no U.S. Yeah. Open for me. But there's Charleston Open in Charleston, and that's, like, two hours away from here, so it's actually not that bad. Yeah. It got canceled this year again, which is oh. unfortunate. Well, for um, fans, no fans, excuse me. It didn't get canceled, and no fans. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I want Coco Goff to do good this year. Yeah, yeah. She, she's... Yeah, she's playing some woman from Switzerland. I don't really know who that is. Uh, yeah, but Bianca is the eighth seed. How, she didn't play anything, though. It's kind of fair. Huh. Yeah. In the, in the women's tournament, there's nothing, like, like big. Yeah. I, I definitely hope Coco Goff becomes, like, the next, like... Serena Williams. Yeah, Serena Williams, next time to play. And the funny thing is, Kogoff is like 16. Like, she's like. Yeah, she's my age. Oh, that's kind of. It it makes for a lot of jokes. A lot of my friends are like, look look at what Kogoff's doing at 16, and then look at yourself. (laughs) 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 But yes, I I do wish him best of luck. Yeah, but the funny thing is, Kogoff is 16. Serena started playing when she was like 18. So Coco Goff has two years to actually yeah. start her career, and she's already made the round of 16 at Wimbledon at 15. It's kind of cool. It's crazy because she's like she's like that age, like yeah. She's like like she's 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 like our she's like our classmates. Yeah. Yeah. She's like to school with, and here she is with the like you she's know. Home school. Huh? I think her mom teaches her because her mom was a teacher. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she has time to go. Like a real school. Yeah. Obviously, with she's like putting so much work into tennis. Yeah. And generally with tennis, with tennis players, they're, they're good students. Yeah. For sure. They, they, they do well in school. But again, like, in order to, like, I guess in order to fulfill your dream for athletics, like, the first thing like is school. Like, you have to do good in school. Yeah. In order to be allowed to play in, in athletics. Even, like, Take like yeah, any 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 sport in school. You have to you have to pass all your classes almost. I think yeah. Yeah, like I can imagine like everybody who who plays pro tennis like good grades. Like like there are a lot of tennis players who went to normal school and then they became tennis players. They just trained a lot in their free time. I don't know, like I uh I see like he he went to like a like a half half time academy sort of thing. Yeah. And like. I actually, I'll be honest. I don't think he did that well in school. At least the way he described it. Yeah. But uh, 
Mm-hmm. I don't think he was like he, he was not a dumb fella. Oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he he seemed like a smart dude. Like maybe didn't apply himself in school, but like he's like a smart dude. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess I've never been in the situation. I guess mm-hmm. if you have if you were to have bad grades in school and you're really good at a sport, and you play let's say you play everyday sports and you don't take too much time for school, I think you have to do it the complete opposite. Like, maybe a little, like more time for school, less time for sports, but still play, obviously, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know, the thing is, like, like if, if you're, if you're, like, 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 definitely, like, you can't, you can't be illiterate, but, like, after a while, like, she doesn't need to know calculus. <laughs> she's, a, she's a tennis player. Like, it's more important that she play, does play tennis than, like... Yeah. Like does well in school. Yeah. It's gonna be a long time before I learn calculus. <laughs> <laughs> Have you learned calculus yet? I'm doing it right now actually. Oh, it's not fun. It's, it's oh, a pain. Yeah. yeah, I have four more years. <laughs> oh wait, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Oh my god, bro, you look <laughs> you, you, you look much older than seventh grade. I mean that as a good as a as in a two years I'm gonna be in high school. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Uh yeah. Well, all right. And then. Yeah. Th- well, thanks for ca- coming on. It was, yeah, so this is really fun. This is really, yeah, great conversation. Um, a really good first special guest on our podcast. Thank you. Yeah. It was nice catching up. It was nice catching up with you, too. It's been a long time since we've talked to each other. Yeah. Well, all right. Thanks, Rick. All right. All right. Bye. See ya. See ya. All right, everyone. That's going to end the podcast. I have I haven't seen Southwick since literally March. So it's been really nice talking to him. And Southwick, if you're still on the live, thank you so much for tuning in. So that's going to end the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope everybody enjoyed. Make sure to go follow my Instagram. We just had 6,000 followers. Make sure to go follow Southwick's Instagram because obviously he's, he's the special guest. He put his time into this. And then make sure to go follow the, the podcast Instagram because we just had 100 followers on there. It may not seem like a lot, but we've gotten so many viewers on our podcast. I guess from from YouTube, um, excuse me, from YouTube, from Instagram and Spotify combined, it's been like a lot of people. So it's been it's growing, and me and Akemers are both really happy about that. Unfortunately, he cannot join us today. Hopefully, next week, me and him can have a conversation together. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you guys next time.